This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Amy Dunphy. Now the Irish rugby team has been doing incredible work, very unfortunate in the World Cup to lose to the All Blacks. But back at Six Nations now, Ireland have made a really good start. They beat France in Marseille heavily by our standards. And on Saturday, Wales were beaten 31-7. This opens the way for Ireland to go on to play England next at Twickenham and then Scotland at the Aviva. Nobody has ever won two back-to-back Grand Slams, but Ireland are poised to do it if they can win their remaining matches. Um, it's a pleasure now to welcome our rugby guru, correspondent. Matt Williams is an Australian Southern Hemisphere man. He's a broadcaster and writer. He's been director of rugby and head coach at the New South Wales Waratahs in Super League. He's coached Leinster and Ulster in the Heineken Cup. And he was head coach of the Scottish national team and Ireland's A-team. So he's vastly experienced, and now he writes for the Irish Times regularly and is one of the brilliant Virgin Media Rugby panel of experts who are really superb and are knocking the ball out of the park every time we see them. Rob Carney is another member of that team, Andrew Trimble as well, and of course, Shane Horgan is also a member of that. So you can't go wrong and have an extra anchor man as well. Matt, sorry for that elaborate introduction, but people should know that we buy the best in this podcast, and we try to. Now, didn't see the match on Saturday because I had to watch football stuff, but I'm told that despite the fact that we beat Wales 31-7, not everyone, including coach Andy Farrell, was entirely enchanted. Why? I think, Eamon, it's testimony to the the exceptionally high standards that the the coach, Andy Farrell, and the players hold themselves in. I, I suppose the rest of us as, as now spoiled rugby followers of all the Irish team yes. because they, they do play such exceptionally entertaining rugby. It is, it is a, a highly skilled rugby and complex attacking rugby. And they do it so well and have done for so often that when it's not at the absolute 
peak of entertainment, we tend to yeah. have a little a little bit of a moan and a whinge, you know, yes. and, and we shouldn't because we've got to remember this is the great Welsh side and they, for the 18th game in a row at home in, in at the Aviva they won, which is just a staggering feat. And yes. um, they, they beat Wales with a bonus point and puts them in, in the position if they can go to Twickenham uh, in the next round and win, they will win the championship uh, with a week to go and then obviously the Grand Slam. Uh, but uh, by, uh, Andy expressed it in a, in a beautiful way. He said it was clunky. And yeah. what that meant was that it just not, not every aspect of the game was firing at their absolute peak. And, Eamon, when you consider and you think in your introduction you said no one's ever done back-to-back Grand Slams in the Six Nations era, to put together 10 games over two years, five away and five at home, yes. and be at your peak and win every one at the highest level of rugby is obviously exceptionally difficult because no one's done it. And we're asking this team to do it and entertain us every week. And obviously we're being unfair in that. You, you, they just can't be at their peak every week. But when you're not at your peak and you win, it gives a pretty fair indication yes. of what, what a quality team we have uh, in front of us. The next outing is Twickenham in a fortnight's time. Do Virgin have that match? We don't, Eamon. That will be with RT. We we have the following one against Scotland for the Grand Slam. Oh, yeah, which will be fascinating. I did get to watch some of Scotland's match, and they hammered England, really, 30-21, which was, you know, a big deal. The Calcutta Cup is what they play for when it's Scotland and England. But England looked in rag order. They looked bad. And... and Eamon, they were. It's it's a very interesting scenario, Eamon, and I think one that that uh, you you would know. Your you, your great friend Liam Brady, when he was running the Arsenal yes. Arsenal Academy, they had young guys coming through that were taught that would play the same way right through their education as young players, and then they yes. would move into the senior team, playing a similar or very similar system. Now, if we look at Ireland, Ireland are doing the same. It's it's overwhelmingly uh, a Leinster team. Or, yes. or a team with Leinster players, they are playing the exact same way that the Leinster uh, club plays, the Leinster Academy, you know, the academy, uh, Leinster schools, and now the other provinces are playing very similarly. And so the system in Ireland is from, as the Leinster saying, is from the ground up. It's it's a and good national systems and good club systems start with the young guys and they move that through. And England are doing the exact opposite. England are trying to impose it from the top. They're saying, okay, we have some coaches who have philosophies on how the game uh, is to be played, and we're going to impose that like a cookie cutter on yeah. our players. So whereas Ireland are selecting players that suits the system they're playing, England are saying, here's our players, we're going to enforce a system onto these yes. players. And it's just not working. Um, it's not gelling. It's not right. They made 22 turnovers. In other words, they handed the ball back to Scotland 22 times, plus they lost lineouts, plus they had Scotland beaten at the scrums, but they kept infringing on the most ridiculous infringement, which is engaging too early. So they gave the ball back to Scotland probably around the 30 mark, maybe 28, 29 mark. Now, that that comes a time in any sport, Eamon, uh, as you know, when you make a certain number of errors, you can't win a game. Yes. It just it – just, that, that momentum just shifts to the other side. Yes, especially at the highest level. Exactly. And if you consider that three of the th- all three 
of Van der Merwe's tries, the great Scottish uh, winger who was born in the high veld of South Africa, uh, and he's quite a magnificent rugby player. All three came from from turnovers from England. Uh, or, or sorry, I shouldn't say that from errors from England. There was a defensive error off a scrum with a magnificent Scottish try. The first one, uh, the, the, Scot- the the English passed the ball into the head of uh, George Furbank. You think you're watching your football game? And he headed it into okay. the Scottish hands. Did a falcon, as we say. And the third one was was uh, England lost the line out. Scotland broke the line, ran downfield, did a beautiful uh, uh, crossfield kick for Van der Merwe to score. Three wonderful tries but all came from errors from the English. And I think that sums it up. Uh, They're really out of sorts. They're trying to learn new systems, but while they're learning these new offensive and defensive systems, their performance has really dropped. Now, what will Andy Farrell want to fix this week when he gets his players back? I don't know whether it's Monday morning or Tuesday. What will he feel? I mean, what does clunky translate into in terms of the bread and butter stuff in the game? Is it in the scrum, the backs? Is it concentration, carelessness? What is it? I think for the first part, I mean, the, the Ireland are a team that love uh, to win possession at the lineouts and use lineouts as a launching pad yes. for, their, for their attack. And uh, that attack can be quite brilliant, as we've seen over the years. And again, um, as we saw in the World Cup, the lineout was not functioning at its best. There was some errors, especially in the Welsh Territory. Ireland dominated the opening half but really didn't put Wales away. It could have easily been 30 points at halftime. It was only 17 and then Wales scored a try, so it was 17-7. So they'll certainly be looking at the line out. I think they'll be looking at their discipline. Uh, they They have given away a lot of penalties. Probably the only metric that Ireland are not dominating the Six Nations on is on their discipline as in the penalty count. They're giving away a lot of penalties. There were two yellow cards, so they had two players that have been for 10 minutes. And um, Joe McCarthy, who you and I have spoken about, the giant big second rower, he actually got taken off with, I want to say about the the 58-minute mark, he gave away some some quite poor penalties. And the last one was, was really dumb. He gave away a very, very poor penalty. And I think that was a message to Joe, say, listen, you have to you have to conduct yourself with a little bit more discipline. I know we know you're a young player, but you can't give away dumb ones. You can give away some to stop and stop an attack that, that are strategic, but you can't give away dumb ones. And, and he jumped in a line out. It was clear he grabbed the opposition, uh, the Welsh player's arm, and pulled it down. It was just a really dumb giveaway. They kicked in, this Wales kicked to the corner, and except for some great work from Tyg Byrne, who just returned from his own sin bin, uh, Wales would have scored. So I think that the discipline is, is one area. The judicial kicking, the kicking in general play needs, again, some consideration. That's been an ongoing theme. And I, I just think maybe some intensity, and, and, and that's when you have a game, you're at home, you're expected to win, you're expected to win by a big margin. Your opposition is a young team that tries very hard but is a young team, you pretty much know if you get out there and you don't completely make a hames of it, you're going to win. I don't think they were mentally where they need to be and they've got to fix those areas going to Twickenham because I mean, even against a, a poor English side, and this is yes. a poor English side, Twickenham is one of the hardest places in the world to go and win. Yeah. It, it, it still remains a bastion and if, if you're not mentally at your peak when you go there, um, you'll you'll lose, and and I think that'll be his main one: the intensity of the performance they they bring for the eighty minutes. 
Yes, and I mean, McCarthy's inexperienced. The young out half who came in for Johnny Sexton. Jack Crowley. Yeah, Crowley. He's inexperienced. And there are there is quite a lot of sort of youth and vigor in the team. But your head has to be in the right place, particularly when you go to what you describe rightly as a bastion, where anti-Irish feeling will run high. We know the English are great at everything and the best at everything. So, <laughs> well, they bring all that into the stadium, don't they? And, and that when they're stuffing you, and I've seen a lot of Irish teams get stuffed at Twickenham and elsewhere and other places, there's something special for every nation that plays England, and we don't get caught in that, do we? No, not, not at all. I mean, you, you, you know, you're warming up out in the middle of Twickenham, and um, they begin to sing the, the hymn Jerusalem, yeah, uh, on the on the fabrication that Jesus once walked on England's green fields, <laughs> and it's uh, it's hard not to get your hackles up and, yeah. and to get the hair on the back of your neck. You do have to remain focused on on the yeah. on the the process in hand. But I, I always say going to Twickenham was very much like the scene in the life of Brian at the crucifixion, where Eric Idle's there yeah. and asking everyone, "Crucifixion, come this way." This so polite. They they, yeah. they they kill you with kindness. There's lovely tea and biscuits in your change room. And then, uh, of course, you walk out to this cauldron of physical <laughs> violence. It's, yeah. uh, you, you, it is a place you have to be mentally very focused and very strong. And, of course, uh, while we joke, the hospitality and the, and the, the aftermatch kindness the English bring is second to none. So it's, it's, it is a trap for young players. But yes. the, the one thing that they do have, Eamon, that no one has, and I mean, I do mean no one, is that after 13 Six Nation games, or in the last 13 Six Nations games, Ireland have only let in 13 tries. The right. next best is France on 28. Right. That is just extraordinary, more than double. And then you're getting up into the, the high 30s with England, the high 30s, the mid 30s with Scotland, and, and Italy is up at 58. Yet Ireland have only let in 13. And that defensive record has gone pretty much under the radar because their attack is just so spectacular. But, Eamon, like, it's a cliche, but I, I believe it's true that defence does win championships. And this island team in, in the Six Nations is really defending very, very well. And when you go away from home, the foundation of every victory is your defence, not not just your, your the, the system, and that's what, uh, England are struggling with, but the physicality, your commitment, your commitment to the person next to you, and your relentlessness yes. to to be disciplined. And there again, we come back to that discipline part going there. So I, I do think the Irish defence is what they will really focus on firstly, and then move on to the other areas to score the points. And of course, that's borne out by South Africa's win in the World Cup, isn't it? Exactly. Funnily enough, it, it translates into soccer as well. If you don't get that right. You know, forget winning big things. Just let me ask you about Bundyaki. By all accounts, he was certainly the man of the match or, or certainly a candidate. He's a player you can't miss, even if you're an ignoramus like me watching the game. He's a fantastic character. And I, I understand he had a great game at, at the weekend. Great World Cup as well. His strength, determination is unbelievable off the charts. He's really in a rich vein of form, I mean, He uh, Earlier in um, the 2023 season, he, he actually got dropped for Connacht. There was some sort of 
uh, how I might say unrest um, between he and the the team. I don't know the reason, and and I, I've met Bundy a couple of times, and he's just a gentleman. He's the most lovely fella, um, and and always got a smile on his face. Off the field, very very gentle, happy guy, family man. But he, he got himself back in the Connacht team, and then got sent off. Made a bad. Uh, it, it was accidental, but made a bad decision. He came in low on a clear out and, and made contact with the head, and and he was really out of form. Let's say at a certain point of that season, and 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 then he came to the World Cup. If Ireland had a progressed to the final, I think he would have been named Player of the World Cup. He was just in right. sensational form, and he's carried that form forward into the uh, into this Six Nations. He played exceptionally well. He actually scored a try that was disallowed. I. I believe the the officials made a mistake. They said there was a forward pass, and we had it on TV last night. And there was no way that was a forward pass. It was a, it was a wonderful pass. Uh, uh, they they came back and ruled on it through the TMO. But that that that's an aside because Bundy scored that the disallowed try. But his performance in breaking the game line, his defence, his support play, and his powerful running has just been absolutely extraordinary. And um, you know, close to the best inside centre in the world at the moment, if not the best inside centre in the world. I, I'd, I'd certainly have him in my world 15. And and Ireland are building a lot of their attack about him getting across that game line early on. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Now, Mav, France 13, Italy 13, and I saw the, the major moment, the denouement. 
when Italy had a penalty more or less in front of the posts in the final minute to beat France in France. And the boy who was charged with the responsibility, it says in the papers that the ball fell off the tee, but he hit the, he hit the post instead of making history. He won't be sleeping too well for a while. But how on earth did they manage to draw with France? Eamon, um, you could write a book on that last two minutes of that game. It was, yeah. you, you just, every every few seconds, you go, oh, oh this, you were just screaming out. Uh, France, it was 13 all. France should have won the game and had them. France should have been well away into the mid-20s in the first half and, and missed, I'd say, probably probably four opportunities to score tries in the first half. They then got a red card right on halftime. Jonathan Dante did an absolutely stupid tackle and made head contact with an uh, Italian player, definitely a red card. And then at about the, the, the 70th minute mark, Italy played a, a magnificent series of uh, attacking rays and scored a try and bang, converted 13 all. And all of a sudden, France were hanging on. In the do- so both teams, let me just tell you that. So on a draw, both teams want to win. No one wants to lose on a dr- lose on a draw. Literally, yes. they, they want to win. So France have the ball within goal kicking distance of their own try line. In other words, they're, they're in their half, and that's dangerous because any penalty, Italy yep. can win. And I'm going kick it down the other end because Italy are in the same boat. Italy can't kick it out. They want to keep the ball in play to win. Yes. But France, in a in an absolutely you know dumb and dumber moment, just kept playing thirty meters from their try line, five, six, seven phases, and sure enough, the Italians got on the ball, forced a penalty, and and then the opportunity to put the ball over the the black dot comes up. So our kickers only get uh, sixty seconds, and the the clock starts for the sixty seconds too early. Uh, it, it wasn't. Garbisi, the the kicker, should have managed that time better. He should have taken a breath and said, oh, hang on a minute, we'll just have a shot at goal. It's in a stadium where the roof is closed, there's no wind, and he doesn't put the ball on the kicking tee properly. So at about the 35-second mark, remember he only gets 60, the ball ball falls off the tee. Oh, dear. So he has to run back and get it. In the meantime, the, (laughs) the French assistant coach is on the field in his line of vision should not have been allowed on the field. Right. It's a game going on. And then when the ball falls off the tee, the French, a French player charged forward. And, again, that is illegal. It's a penalty. So yes. there was a, the referee made a mistake. It should have been the 60 seconds should have been reset. In fact, it could have marched them back another 10 metres to have the, the, the penalty from where the Italian, the French player uh, charged at the kicker because that's illegal. So the whole thing was a mess up. Garbusi rushes the kick, hooks it on his left foot, hits hits the right hand upright, bounces back in the field to play. Game over, thirteen all. Yeah, uh, just just a staggering series of, uh, to put a term on it, stuff ups from both sides that led to this thirteen all draw. Uh, the bottom line: Italy lost that. Italy lost the draw. Uh, France were lucky to draw, but the real um, message from that game is the incredible decline in this French team that was everyone's favourites for the World Cup at home and have emotionally uh, deteriorated or fractured uh, in front of our eyes that they were absolutely lost in attack 
making really poor decisions technically and tactically. And they are in a really, really bad place at the moment, Eamon. And, yeah. and everyone is just truly shocked at, at the decline, the, the rapid decline in this side. Now, we know they're a great side. We know they're good players. Up until the World Cup, they're like, oh, and they won 18 games straight. But they're emotionally shot at the moment and mentally shot. They've checked out, Matt. Once once the French check out, yep. they've checked out. Well, well, Eamon, they broke all these old stereotypes about French teams. They were disciplined. They were dedicated. They were consistent. They were, they were fantastic. And uh, just within, after that loss to South Africa in the quarterfinal, they dropped back into a, a very, very dark place. Just a final question, Matt. Obviously, we've much to look forward to. The game at Twickenham should be fantastic. And then Scotland come to Dublin. Now, in my sort of dodgy memory with rugby, I seem to have a feeling that Scotland have turned us over many times when we were favourites and that they kind of play this kind of fearless, mad stuff against us, and they're not too troubled. You've coached there, so in fact, you were the head coach. They won't be a pushover at the Aviva if the whole thing is on the double back-to-back Grand Slams are all on that game. There'd be a little bit of anxiety around the place. Uh, There would be, I mean, this Scottish group are highly talented. They're, They're they're, they're the, the, I think they're the most talented group uh, Scotland have had in the professional era. But they've been maddeningly for everyone involved, their supporters, their coaches and themselves, incon- ridiculously inconsistent. Within matches, within tournaments, winning great games away at Twickenham and Paris, losing against the poor Wills team at home, going to Cardiff, scoring 27 points in the first half, Concede, or 28 points in the first yeah. half, conceding 27 in the second. You know, having France on the rack at Murrayfield, losing it in the last seconds, that, that's them. They were much better at the weekend. The key to them is Finn Russell, who is um, a fantastically skilled player. And he put in a very – and Rob uh, Carney and I both had the same word – of extremely mature performance on the weekend. And Finn is has got this – staggering array of talent and sometimes he plays flippantly with that talent he'll play he'll he'll do a play that's inappropriate yeah for, for the moment the scoreboard is it's you know they might be behind by two they're in a great position and he'll he'll go for an impossible pass or an impossible kick or something like yes. that um where that that's in the past he he has really done a good job he's really matured he's guiding this team around he's underplaying his hand he's still playing some brilliant rugby and he has a great relationship with his wingers with Dwayne Vandermeer the the giant winger I spoke about earlier and so often in this championship we're just hearing the two names Russell Vandermeer together so Vandermeer is running off Russell either off his passes or off his kicks and they've delivered five tries for Scotland in the, in the opening three games yes. so their their pack is playing better I was saying that their bench wouldn't stand up to the English bench. Well, I was wrong. They were absolutely superb. And they've got to, they've got Italy away in their next game. Now, I'm not sure we can say that's going to be easy for them after Italy's performance against France, but that's a game they should win. So they should turn up in uh, Dublin with only one loss. Now, here's the thing that will, will go against them mentally in – if, if, let's say, two teams are even, it goes on points difference. Ireland's points difference is 81 
Yeah, I saw it. It's amazing. It's staggering. And the Scots, I think the Scots are second on five or six it might be. Eight. It, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just, you know, it's, it's just, yeah. uh, it's over. So, so if they're still, if, even if Ireland lose at Twickenham, if all Ireland have to do is come back to the Aviva and beat Scotland. But there's certainly these last two games in the championships are not going to be give-me's because no one in the history of the sixth championship has done it back-to-back, and they haven't yeah. done it back-to-back for a reason. It is hard to do. Okay, Matt. It's great to talk to you always and get your views on it and also coming from the Southern Hemisphere. But it's a pleasure to have Matt Williams with us. He's vastly experienced part of a great analyst group at Virgin Media and a regular contributor to the Irish Times. Worth the price for Matt's stuff alone, even if you don't know too much about rugby. Maybe you'll learn something. We're very grateful to Matt Williams, to all of you for listening. That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.